another episode of Soul Filling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And we are talking about work relations. Work so I work at a nonprofit. I'm not going to tell y'all the name, even though I might have said it on a previous podcast. <laughs> um, I work at a high school teaching ninth grade biology. And I am in corporate wellness. And I work for two companies. One is a startup, and then one is like a well-known established hospital here in Houston. I mean, since we're at work, like, majority of our time, like, eight hours a day usually, Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot that goes on there. And so we're just going to talk to you guys about our experiences, what we we learned from working, and, you know, try to figure this out together because, (laughs) y'all, I've been through things. It ain't been that bad, but... (laughs) There's a lot to learn about, you know, just like working environment. Like, it's two different environments. It is. It's nothing like coming home. It's just like, it is a difference. Like, when you're at home, you just feel more relaxed and just Mm -hmm. free. And it's just like, you take your bra. Like, you walk in. (laughs) First thing that comes off. Take your bra, take your shoes. Like, just like, yes. Okay, taking your hair out. Right. I can breathe. I can stop being uptight. You know, I can just loosen up a bit. You know, because it is like a different environment when you're at work. You just have to be uptight and stiff Mm -hmm. and just um, very professional all the time exactly it can be exhausting it's like it's almost as if you have to wear this other face in a sense based on which person you're interacting with it's kind of like you're guarded at times if i'm dealing with my direct colleagues then i might be a little more lax but if i'm dealing with my boss (laughs) i might be a little more tight if i'm dealing with the teacher three departments over in the hallway down the hall i might be like just complete, just on some, we're just introductory level. We never even met before. So it's just like you're constantly faced with these different relationships that you have to to create or uphold. And that's just for me in my workplace that I feel. You got to be really cognizant of like how you relate to others, talk to others and things of that nature. So that's like t- constantly going through my mind like, okay, how does this email sound? Like I'm the one that will be sending out an email. I'll reread it. And then I'll backspace, backspace, space. Because I just want to make sure everything is, like, good to go, it's professional. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, this weird balance in the job sector that I'm in between, like, being casual mm-hmm. and being professional. Like, at my job, luckily, thank God, we're, like, a family. Yes. But at yes. the same time, though we're a family, you have to make sure, like, okay, we're still in a professional setting. Mm-hmm. They still... <laughs> run me the check you know what I'm saying yeah. and so it's just like a weird it's a weird place to be sometimes because it's like I really care about these people like deep down in my heart and I know they care about me mm-hmm. but we are both pro- professionals mm-hmm. and I do have higher ups and so you talk to the higher ups differently than you talk to uh, you not differently but it's a code switch you gotta put a little a little more respect on mm-hmm. their names yeah um you know but with your co-workers you just like you know, with your right. coworkers, y'all like, hey, like, what's what's popping? Exactly. So I remember one time I messed up. Like, I don't know if anybody caught it, 
but I was so excited about this new money that came in yeah. and I was talking to my higher up like my higher higher up and um, we were talking and she's like and this happened and this happened and this happened and I was like girl and I was like oh my god like I just <laughs> called my super superior girl and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry like it just came out like I was so right. comfortable with her and I was acting like she was one of my girlfriends but she's the one who was just like the boss boss so I was like okay I need to make sure I need to calm exactly. down Exactly. I don't think she took it any type of way, but yeah. I could see how somebody could take it exactly. a type of way. Yeah. So I want to be really mindful of that, you know? Real. Yeah. yeah. And, and for me, that something similar to that happened. So we had a new hire. I need have a new hire up that just got hired into our job. And she's one person, like, I can feel like she's very relatable with the same ethnicity. And so she and then the way she just kind of speaks it kind of comes off as like she's one of my girls but at the same time she still holds this level of professionalism so she was giving me all these resources like for my classroom making my listen plan like a thousand times easier and i was like oh my gosh you are the best and then it was just like that awkward moment like okay <laughs> like it because the way she was we was bouncing back and forth and then the conversation just kind of took a shift and then she was talking to me about my test and then and she was like yeah i gotta get home i, just, I have a newborn blah, blah, blah. i was like oh what's his name and then it kind of like stopped like she put up a guard like okay this is where i don't want to share my son's name with you type deal i was like okay ooh. it was weird because she just stopped and she was like oh he's a junior it's like oh Okay. Like, clearly, they don't want to like give personal information about her family in the workplace. So it's just like stuff like that. It's like you don't know when to to open up and 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 talk to them about like family or personal life and and still keeping it or just instead just keeping it strictly work. And that's where it kind of gets gray area for me at times. Cause I'm like I'm a real cool person. And especially when I felt the vibe was right. She was asking me questions. I was sharing stuff. So I just kind of thought that it was like it was a, a good way to place to interject that and say, so what's your son's name? Cause she mentioned him first. I was like, oh, she was like, I'm ready to, to get back to my son. I was like, oh, what's his name? And then she was like, oh, he's a junior. I was like, okay. She don't want to share that information. So I just kind of backed it up. Which, I mean, that kind of makes sense. My my people be all up in my business. And it's only because, like, all of... Uh, there was this one guy I was, like, kind of dating, and he would come up, and he would just, like... He would bring me flowers. He would bring me food. He brought the office coffee and all this stuff. So, like, he was swooning over my my um, my counterparts. And, um, and so... Anyway, so they would ask me about him all the time, and I was like, I'm sorry, I just had to cut him off, you know, I just didn't feel this way. <laughs> and then, I remember, I think someone said, oh, I don't remember, oh, I don't remember, but they were asking me about it, and they always did my business, and my, my, my boss, right, like, right above me, my boss, my, like, the one I go to, mm -hmm. and she was like, uh, why you do do your man like do that man like that? I liked him. Like, you, and it's so funny because he really be acting like he's our dad. And, but I, I just take it to, for what it is because I I don't know I really enjoy that camarader camaraderie and like that love and that family base. Yeah, so. that family feel. But at the same time, with my boss, even though we be joking, we all be a little inappropriate sometimes because we work in, like, sexual health industry. Mm -hmm. And so we make the craziest jokes. We talk about the craziest <laughs> things. Like, if you walk past our lunch break, we'll be talking about just, like, maybe, like, oral sex. But not in, like, a gross way, but, like, 
you know, we, we have to talk about these things. We talk about, you'll hear us talk about mm-hmm. gonorrhea, like, very lightly and things of that nature. <laughs> and so, like, there's a lot of joking that goes into it. But I also have to remember, like I said, with my boss boss, mm-hmm. like, this is my boss. If he tells me to do something, I have to do it. Mm-hmm. And and I have to give him that respect. And sometimes it'd be hard because sometimes it's like, dang, like... Right, but you have just to. laughing and joking to me about you this. Just laughing and joking to me about so, this. have you ever had a disagreement with your yeah you know, boss? Like, like <laughs> where you had to tell him, like, I don't, you know, agree with that. Like, have you ever had that interaction with him? Yes, and it's been like so weird because I take my bosses very seriously because mm-hmm. um I know how much power they have. Mm-hmm. Being fired four times, I've learned that I have to like make sure they know that they're the boss because I'm very overwhelming. <laughs> like, we should do this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. So there'll be points that I, I get frustrated mm-hmm. and I'm like, there's something that we need to do like as a team. And I might not like exactly how he's putting, doing a project or something mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. I'll intersect. I'm like, I suggest doing this. Like, this will work really smoothly. And mm-hmm. then he doesn't like agree (laughs) or something like that Mm -hmm. and so it'll be like I have to take a step back and realize everything is not gonna be a win-win for me I have Mm -hmm. to just let it go and I Mm -hmm. have to really be with myself with this because since we are such a family Mm -hmm. I take everything really seriously at my job because I care about the community that we serve and I, Mm I like I really care about the kids that we serve and the people that we serve Mm -hmm. and so if we do take on a project I'm I'm trying to do everything possibly can to make sure it's good for the community. And so I have to also remember that this is still just a job and it's not my company. Mm -hmm. So even though I feel so hard and so amazed about this company, I have to take myself out of it and Mm -hmm. say, you're still here to get the check. You still Mm -hmm. could get fired. And they could hire somebody just like that because they've done that. Like, it's a job. Everybody's replaceable. No matter how good you think you're doing, everybody's replaceable. So that's a a harsh lesson that you have to learn. Like, Mm -hmm. you just have to remember to get the check. And not. I don't want to say play the game, but you got to play the game. But you never know. That's tough. (laughs) It's tough. It is. Um, My environment is a little different because I don't have to answer to anyone on the daily. (laughs) (laughs) And there are are ways that they can check up on us. There are still things that I have to, you know, I have deadlines and I have, you know, items I have to turn in. But I mostly communicate with my superiors through email and we have a um, work app called Slack. Oh, yeah. Um, So, yeah, we communicate virtually. So, um, yeah, I really don't have... (laughs) So, what does that feel like? (laughs) I have a lot of freedom to, you know, kind of do and work how I want to. You know, what's what's comfortable for me. And then, um, because of the industry that I'm in, it's on call. So, it's like I'm working with different people every day. So, Mm. it is a little hard for me because I'm having to... Um, work with people and kind of manage them and sometimes I'm just meeting them for the first time right so it's like I'm trying to you know we're trying to do something get something done but I'm trying to you know get to know them at the same time yes yes wow so that can be a struggle sometimes dang I didn't even realize that 
Mm-hmm. So like you are like a team lead, but you get a new team every time. Exactly. Wow. Yes. That's yes. So mm-hmm. I do see the same people, and over time I get to know those people, you know, little by little mm-hmm. as I work with them. But a lot of times, like when I'm traveling, uh, you know, it's a new group, especially when I'm traveling. And when I'm wow. here, it is the same core people, okay. but when I'm traveling, it's new people. Okay. It's a new team. That's so, <laughs> so are you like by yourself majority of the time, or do you? Mm-mm. It's myself and a team of three. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. So it's four people, and we're traveling around, and we, you know, interesting. <laughs> oh, wow, I never knew all of That's this. That's so dope, though. Like, why you a whole boss babe over here to my right? Okay, you better. So, you better. A lot of the problems that you know that I'm uh-huh. here, I really don't. Right. It's it's different. So we we mostly. I would say I'm like the face of the company. So Mm -hmm. there is, you know, someone that communicates with these companies that I'm uh, going to Mm -hmm. and they're communicating uh, virtually as well over the phone. And then when I'm there, when it's time for the clinic, I'm there and I'm, you know, meeting this person for the first time. So I have to, I do have to put on a, you know, face because like I said, I'm the face of the company. We are the ones that are delivering (laughs) this service that, you know, that was communicated so um, there is, you know, still that level of professionalism that I have to maintain right. because something could go back like, hey, you know, the service that y'all said, you know, this is mm-hmm. a bad team. You know, their reviews, right. their surveys. So that is how the company knows whether or not that I perform to the level that, you know, was expected or not. Right. That's so awesome. A lot of trust goes into that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it couldn't just be given to anyone because essentially you are – the representation of the company exactly. like every no one matter like that first impression mm-hmm. is representing their mm-hmm. company so exactly. that's a lot that's a huge so how you say like it's not my company it's not mm-hmm. in a way for us it's like we have to run our clinic like it is our company like right. it is our baby like it is something that mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. i'm having to meet somebody for the first time and you know decide is this person you know how do they work how are they you know, gonna treat these people mm. that you know we're administering their service to. Right. Wow. So I have to kind of read into people and pick and decide. Okay, who's going to do what? You know, job. Mm. What play? What role? Mm-hmm. Do you like miss being around the same people, or do you like it better? Because I know, like, when you are in a work setting, you do end up being like friends with the people mm-hmm. and those people that you could see their smiling faces every day. Absolutely. So I was wondering that. So, <laughs> right. And so that's with the startup company. That's how you mm-hmm. know the environment is with the startup company. Now the hospital, when I am there, it is it's a it's, it is more routine. Mm-hmm. You know, I know what to expect. I know who I'm gonna see. Okay. I know. Um, and yes, and no, it's different. Right. <laughs> the best it, of both worlds. It is because I enjoy being in different environments and meeting and working with different people. Mm-hmm. And so having to come see the same people every day, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh my god! Yeah. You know, if you like those people, then yes, it is yeah. really right. enjoyable. Which I will say, where I work, it, it is. I love my coworkers mm-hmm. there. So right, it's a bunch of women. It's a lot of us. So we're good. But it is. It's it's different. You do get the best of both worlds, though. So that's just how you just mentioned. Like I in one company. Mm-hmm. It's just like a high-bar relationship. Because I was wondering what Tiffany has, like, yeah. building that rapport with your, your co-workers and just mm-hmm. having those relationships. Because, like, 
Tiffany was saying, essentially they become your friends. And so it was just, I was just wondering, like, do you ever find yourself working with a small group and like, you know what, that was a great group. I wish I could just work with them everywhere. Like every day, yes, I do. I have those people where I'm like, man, I want to be with them every day, but it, it, you know, because of the environment, I can't. Mm-hmm. But um, it just depends on the kind of person you are. Sometimes I do want that and I long for that um that same routine Mm -hmm. and so that like now I am kind of working more local and at the Mm -hmm. hospital Mm -hmm. and I do I need that break sometimes but I'm ready to go back out (laughs) look y'all it's been real it's been fun (laughs) but I'm ready to go back out there's so many different types of like ways to work a job I know there was this one girl um, she works remotely. Y'all know her. She's one mm-hmm. of our friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, she works remotely, but I see her constantly like on social media looking to meet up with people to work together. Mm-hmm. I know that for another friend I just met, um, she was like, dang, I, really, I work from home, but I want to work with people. Um, yeah. Luckily, you get to work with people, but just thinking yeah, about like... The being at your home, like it's no, no escape. No right? escape. No yeah. escape. So I think like... I guess a tip for like remote workers is just to like find a group of people you could work with because you do need that like constant um, exchange with other human you beings. Do, right. You do. And so like while remote might sound really fun, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like I can do whatever I can go wherever I want. A lot of times people don't really use that and they they just end up staying at home in their pajamas all day. Really? But I, I say go out and. And, and go travel and work from wherever. But then yeah. you think about it, a lot of people that are working remotely from home, majority of the people that they would hang out with would be at a nine to five at that time. So yes. to speak. So it's like you kind of it, it does give you that that sense of 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 enjoyment and excitement to get to go into some place and go interact with other human right. beings. That's what I really enjoy is that more so. And for me this may sound weird, but <laughs> for me, though, working in my job, it's not necessarily the co-workers that I enjoy working with or my mm-hmm. colleagues. Mm-hmm. It's more so the children, the kids. Yes. That's what kind of motivates me because some days I'll go into work and I will have very minimal, very minimal. I'm talking like I may see my colleagues on a pass-by and I won't see them until the next um department meeting and then and that's just fine with me but like the kids I'm seeing them every day like trying to engage with them and talk to them and and just that's what really drives me and motivates me and that's what I really really like about my job is being able to see the kids per se opposed to like seeing the adults sometimes because like I'm like I could I didn't see y'all today, like, <laughs> like just being real. But but the adults and, and the people in my department, they're so, so, so helpful. I honestly could say I don't know how I would have made it through without them. Because, like, just because there are a lot of veteran teachers. Yeah. And so things that I'm doing for the very first time, they got files and PDF folders, like, list long. Like, girl, you don't need to create that PowerPoint. I got 10 of them here picking one. I'm like, oh. Or like printouts and like, girl, just take this copy and go make her some copies and get us here. But I'm like, oh, I gotta do nothing. Like, <laughs> like they really have in my back. And so it's just like working with a strong team and team that's mm-hmm. um, been doing this for years. It just really makes like they take you under their wing and like, girl, we got you, we got you. So it's a really a team effort. But sometimes 
I don't even have to see them. They'll just shoot me an email. I shoot them a text, and then they're like, oh, girl, I'll send it to you. Don't worry about it. Right. Or and then the same if I created something. They're like, girl, shoot me that. There were quizzes or something online. I'll shoot it to them. But it's really like the kids. That's what I enjoy seeing and hanging out with. Well, not hanging out, but working with them. <laughs> That's real. And I think sometimes we do forget that, that it's not about... Uh, it's especially sometimes when it's tension between coworkers, mm-hmm. which that has happened. I've Definitely. had team members that did not get along with each other, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Hey, it's not about y'all right now. It's about Who we serve. Yes, these people. Yes, that's very good. I think teamwork is just so important. Like you, I I think that everybody should have a team. It's just mm-hmm. so important. So like, if you don't like people, oh my god, I can't even imagine not liking people at my job. That would suck. <laughs> I have though. I have been in a place where I I didn't like the not even the people. I didn't like my prior my prior boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was only one that I really didn't like. Um, he was crazy though. Like, oh my god, he was some. He was crazy. He was really not very nice to me. Y'all, he told me to, yes, y'all, I was a event coordinator. This man told me to go clean out a storage. Like, what? With no help. And then he was like, oh, yeah, go clean out the cabinets. Like, this is not part of my job description. Like, that does not make any sense to me. He was really petty and stuff. Why was he doing this? Like, I don't think he really liked me. (laughs) And I can understand why. (laughs) Because at that point, this is what I would tell you guys. I tell y'all this a lot. At the end of the day, it's a job and you just do your job. And I was, I'm very much an initiator and I, you know, like I give my input. I, and not a lot of bosses like, some bosses don't like that. Luckily my boss does. Especially if they're weak. Yes. They don't like somebody who they feel like can't control them. Yes, exactly. So it's just like, I just know like being at a job, some jobs you have to like, unfortunately, I don't know. You have to learn how to play the game. You have to learn how to make your boss feel like they're the boss. You have to like figure it out until you can move somewhere else (laughs) because it just depends on what type of person you are. There's a lot of people at jobs that just go, they do their job and that's it. Mm -hmm. I am not like that. I want to, I want to, I I want to like do more, make a difference. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Uh, But anyways, going back to like teamwork, I just see how important it is to have like a solid team and to really depend Mm -hmm. on your team. Um, being someone who y'all all know that likes to do everything by themselves, I saw like this past weekend we had an underwear drive at um, the nonprofit I work for, and just to see everybody working together and how everything came together because I and my boss was able to depend on other people to make it work. Wow! I was like, this is how things get done and this is how stuff is done officially you take other people's ideas you talk to other people to form something that's greater like we may think that like our ideas are the best ideas but you never know what other people's perspectives are so like I'm in the midst of making this after school program but I bring in education and my boss and everybody else just get their input and I'm like, oh, my God, this is making it so much better. Right. And so this job has, they gave me a lot of initial, a lot of time to be, like, to initiate. Mm-hmm. But I also realized with being an initiator, I have to pull in team members, too, to make it work. I cannot do it by myself. That's true. I guess that's why that quote that says, um, 
if you want to go fast, go alone. Mm -hmm. But if you want to go far, go in a team, go in a yeah. group. So yes, it, although it seems that we know everything, I just, like you said, I don't know what I would be without my team. And sometimes team members, especially if you think about it, this is your job. Some people will be there for years. So you can't work at a place for years and expect there won't be some type of friction between your team members. I mean, especially if it's not happening on a frequent, consistent basis, then a little brush of a scuffle here and now is, is, is I would say it's healthy. It builds culture and character amongst the yes. team. And you just know that you have two passionate people that care about the team instead of if you're just passive about everything. It's like, uh, are you really for the team? Do you even care about the job? But um, I'm just saying, going back to say that I think a team is a strong team, a team that have all the pieces where you can listen and you can still take um, take um, knowledge and take criticism and take um, and be able to accept and receive people's um, inputs or outputs so that it can work for the betterment of whomever you're trying to deliver to. And I had, I'm learning that so much, especially in our team meetings that we have every week. We mandatory, we man, have mandatory team, two meetings every week. And it's just like, I just went from, I'm like, if I hadn't, we didn't have these meetings, I don't know how I would have like been able to plan the lesson plans. I don't know how I would have learned just, it's, it's filled with so much knowledge. And it's like, if I were to, was to just go to my classroom every day and try to put out everything that I know, I feel like I would be doing the children a disservice without yeah. that team input that they give me on a consistent basis. I'm just so grateful. I'm so, so grateful for that. Yeah. But there is times, like, not everybody's going to be as passionate as we are about doing their work. Mm -hmm. And so there are going to be people who don't mm -hmm. do shit. <laughs> like, they don't care. They're unreliable. And so... How do y'all handle that? Because <laughs> I don't really know. Y'all, like, I just don't understand how people, like, as soon as they walk through the door, they're like, all right, eight more hours left. They <laughs> count down. As soon as they walk, I'm like, we just got here. Like, dang. Yeah. As soon as we get there, they ready to go. Mm -hmm. Right. And all right. How long is it going to take? All right. Well, how many people we got? You know. Mm -hmm. Doing the least. Doing the least. Yes. Doing the least. <laughs> Are you doing the least? Yes. Oh, boy. Right. Like, Like, <laughs> and it's true, it's like you said, and then some people, I can see the difference in how some people really love what they're doing and how someone is just doing it just for the money. Like, I, mm -hmm. it's just a job for them. Like, they are, people are going to work differently based off of that. Mm -hmm. I know, but um, like, how do you handle how that? How do you handle that? Because you, um, you need, essentially, you kind of need those team people. I feel like sometimes they weave themselves out. And it may not happen right into there. And especially if it's not my job as as just being another team member. Because, like, we, it goes back to that thing you were saying earlier, too. This is not my company. Mm -hmm. So I can, I, I can only do so much so that I can, I guess, so the relationship can be copacetic between us. Because I don't want to bring myself down or, or compromise who I am as a person trying to, mm -hmm. to pull someone that just clearly don't care or clearly is always negative. So what I would do if I see someone that's constantly always being negative and this is just 
I ain't trying to put no, well, I'm just saying some people in our school, I'm not going to, I don't know, no one on our team, no one on our team, <laughs> but people in our school, it's just like every time I, I interact with that person, it's like, it's always something negative. It's mm. always, and so I just learned that I'm going to give you your opinion. You're entitled to your opinion, but until it starts affecting my job, now I can go talk to my higher of. I don't want to be a snitch, but if I just feel like it's some, you're doing something that's detrimental to the students or detrimental to um, the school, that the culture of the school that's compromising it. Because, you know, when a parent sends their child to school, they're trusting that they're in good hands. It's right. like, I'm not trying to go to the school and thinking that, you know, my kid is not going to, is going to receive anything less than any of these other schools out here. Now, when I feel like it's coming to a place of that point, then I, I would say interject by just kind of, you know, feeding it to my higher-ups and letting them know, like, I think that, you know, I think it, it could be done a little better. Have you ever had a conversation with that person and said, hey, like, so you know, so if I'm enjoying what you're doing, like, do you, like, why? What made you want to be a teacher? Like, do you, have mm. you ever asked them questions? Do you actually like care just about see, people? <laughs> yeah, just to see, like, why I, they are where they are. Yes, I have. I, I but I do it in a very, very indirect way because I don't want to step on anyone's toes because I'm mm-hmm. a newbie on the block. I got and you. so I kind of do it in a way where I I kind of just tell them, like, I kind of redirect everything they say that's a mm-hmm. negative. Mm-hmm. We're not going to have this, this, this. Did you know that we're going to, we're falling by the wayside in our scores or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, but did you know that we increased such and such percent? This, okay. this, this. Or did you know? Like, oh, that'll pass. She'll come around or he'll come around. And mm-hmm. I kind of just try to make a positive flip mm-hmm. or spin on everything they're saying. And they, to the point that they're like, you know what? I don't even want to talk to her because if she's not going to listen to <laughs> what I got to say. Cause, or I'll listen, but then if it's just like beating me down and I'm mm-hmm. like, I just have to keep spinning the conversation. And then they'll eventually like, okay, she too positive. I'm trying. I need somebody that I can go be negative with. Yeah. We can have this negative conversation, and they start with I see. They these kids ain't somebody yes. join they little exactly yeah, negativeness. Okay, I've definitely been. I have had to talk to someone, but I had to because they were on my team, mm-hmm. and I really care about them, and so. um I would just come up to like, hey, I'm like, I try to be around the bush, but at the same time, like, you know, it's probably not the best thing to, you know, talk to our boss like that. Remember, he is our boss, <clears throat> you know, because, mm-hmm. um, or like, maybe you should not say things that are, this is, this is actually one of my pet peeves, is like when um, someone says, okay, we need to do something, or let's do this, let's do that. Mm-hmm. And instead of saying, okay, let's do it, mm-hmm. uh, or finding a solution for it, they mm-hmm. just give you, like, excuses on why you can't do something. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if your boss gives you something to do, and it might not seem like you could do it, but, but you always can. But like, instead of saying these are the negatives, talks about the positives, and you can mm-hmm. interject the negatives, like, oh, we have to watch out for this, you have to watch out for that, but mm-hmm. never, like, mm, maybe we shouldn't do this because of this, this, and that. Find a way. Exactly. And so, I had to, like, talk to one of my coworkers about that, like, um, and I had to say it in a weird way, though. I was really indirect, but it was just like, hey, like, um, because I care. 
you know, mm-hmm. more than anything. Like, I want you to be here. I need you here. And so mm-hmm. I think sometimes you know who you could talk to like that and you know right. who you can't talk to like that. For the people I don't, can't really talk to like that, I'll bring up something like, um, uh, I remember this one time someone said, we can't do something, um, but it was something that would affect the children. And I'm mm-hmm. like, but what about these children? Like, I had to bring it up because mm-hmm. it was going to hurt me too much not to. Real. So it's just like, you don't have to say, you. how are you going to do this? How are you mm-hmm. not going to do that? How are you, not? you have to bring it up to like, how, wait, but what about these people? Don't we need to serve these people? What, what What's going to happen to them? And then they're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, okay, well, how would you do that? And I was like, okay, I'll send you an email. Okay, let's do it. And I so, like how you said that. Yeah, because you have to, like, make it. Because sometimes people don't even realize that they're doing it mm-hmm. or that they're they're not or they're missing a part you have to bring it up like but what about this give me a question yeah like how you didn't make it so direct right one specific person or situation Mm -hmm. you kind of like made it to how are we going to serve these entire group of people that's like dealing with that same thing i love that yes Mm -hmm. you always have to go back to the people because i'm always like I always am, like, going back to people because that's who we serve. Like, exactly. how can we not do this? Like, exactly. this, this is kind of something we have to do. But you have to know. But going back to, like, emails, my boss even told me, you have to make sure you email everything, like, every conversation so you can have receipts. Because not everybody's going to be there for you. They're going to try to throw you under the bus. But if you got that receipt, like, no, nah, I sent in that email with all of this stuff in it, mm-hmm. then you're good to go. You have to keep a... Um, a paper trail is what he yes, says. Yes. Even my mom says that too. Yes. She said that to me the other day because I was like going to something minor at work. I'm not even worried about it anymore. Mm-hmm. But like she was like, always keep a paper trail and email things like that you said, your ideas and everything like that because people will try to take care of your ideas. Mm-hmm. They'll be trying to say that you didn't do something, mm-hmm. you know. But when it comes to like maybe they want to bring you to HR, you got the receipts. Like, nope, I sent. This person, mm-hmm. this, uh, I gave, these are my ideas because, like, I made a whole Google Doc about it and sent it to them mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So, go ahead and CC you. Yes, yeah, CC. I like that. You guys, yeah, you know how, you gotta know how to use that CC because you're gonna get responded to until you CC the dang boss. This is crazy. <laughs> Oh, God. But you also have to be careful with that too because people will be mad at you for CCing the boss. Like, why you CC the boss? Like, why you do that? You all, I feel like you only do that when it's needed. Yeah. Right, right, right. Girl, somebody did it so stupid one time. Like, one of my past bosses <laughs> CC'd their boss saying something so stupid to us that my boss, she ended up getting, I'm sorry, she ended up getting fired like a little later. Not because of that. But I was like, why would you CC this stupid stuff that you're saying to us with your boss? Like, like, why are you doing that? You want to show the boss that you're you know, you using her voice? Yes. <laughs> like, I'm glad you saw this because I was like, I'm like, okay. You see, sometimes the negative people, they just have a way of sit, hanging themselves. Seriously. Yes, just maybe. time is of the essence and mm-hmm. all things unfold in due time. Surely yeah. they do. My uh, tip, and this is something I learned from a boss of mine, is you have to find and figure out what motivates people. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's why I ask the question of why are you here? You know, what mm-hmm. is it? You know, what made you want to be a teacher? Mm-hmm. You know, because you do have to kind of remind people what it is that they're doing this for. 
Mm. Like, okay, oh, you're a student, you're in school. Okay, so you need this money for your apartment. Mm. All right, so that, that's <laughs> like, okay. You know what? I need this money. <laughs> Not um, this job. Okay. Uh, and then it is. There are some people who don't have to work. Oh, you're here for your. Oh, your husband makes a lot of money, so mm-hmm. you're just here, just doing it, just <laughs> because this is just some side money for you. Okay, now I understand why you're acting like that. I'm not gonna be able to, you know. <laughs> right. Right. Next. Okay. Really? So I, I I try to figure out what it is why people are here. What is your motivation? Is it your kids? Is it you? Is it you know your financial situation? What mm. is it? Yeah. And that helps me, you know, to get people back in line. I like that. with uh, work. I mean, it's the same with anything. We're working out. You know, you have to ask yourself, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Why am I eating this meal? Why am I? <laughs> why do I not need to go over here and eat? You know? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna be able to fit in these jeans. All right. All right. <laughs> so you constantly have to why? 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 Check your why? Why? And it's uh, something called the five whys. And you keep asking yourself, why? Why am I doing okay, why? Why? Why do I do that? It, you can do it for problem solving. You can do it. It's just, <laughs> you're just asking yourself why. So you have um, a leak. You're like, okay, why is this leaking? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's, it's it's water coming from, okay, why is it water coming from this air condition? Okay, then we go figure, you know, you have to investigate mm-hmm. a little bit more. So you at least keep ask asking, yourself Keep wise. asking yourself until you get to the root of the issue. Mm. You know what? That could solve a lot of problems and that could check a lot of people. Like, why am I divorced? Why am I single? Exactly. It's a root of like, well, I'm actually yes. a horrible person. Yes. Why did I get fired? Yeah. Like, yeah. you can do that for any situation and you'll figure out, okay, okay. Girl, you just fuck a word. Yikes. Why are you at this Ask time? yourself by five times and then come back to me, okay? Right. I won't do that to my future children. Why, why you feel this way? Yes. Why are you mad? Right. Are you mad because I, okay, why did I do that? Because you said Yes. Okay. yes. Okay. Yeah. All why my did arguments. you do this? Okay. Yes. Because you, oh, okay. All right. There it is. There you go. So actually, you mad at yourself and not me. Okay. Exactly. You're just yes. situation where you're like in a meeting or something and you feel like your voice is like like you're not being heard have you ever been in a a situation like that where like you're trying to take some initiative or something like that or you just say try to say anything (laughs) no it seems like nobody's listening because i hear this often especially like maybe in corporate america that people Mm -hmm. especially women Women, you know they try to speak or something like that it's like no, did anybody hear hear this? Like, um, I just said that. Like, okay, I'll take, I'll just take me for example. <laughs> this act, um, I, one time I was in a meeting twice actually. You know, like twice I was in a meeting, right? Mm-hmm. And I had said something like, "Hey, like, I think we should do this, 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 and that. Like, I think it'll be great if we do this, you know, mm-hmm. and this, this, this." And nobody like they're like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then one of another teammate was like, "I think we should do this, 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 and that." And I'm like, "I just really? said that." Really? And then somebody was like, "Oh, that's a great idea." I'm like, 
but I just said, I said, I said that a minute ago. And I'm like, no, you didn't. I was like, I don't even think it much. I was like, dang, did I not say that? Did I say this wrong or something like that? That reminds us of the classic Kobe situation. So like the movie, like girl, where? What about this with this and this and this? Wouldn't that be cute? And they're like, like, did we just say that? No, you didn't. Oh, so yes, it happens. So it that happens. happens. <laughs> so I, uh, my mom gave me a few tips on how to make sure oh, that doesn't yeah. happen again. Yeah. So she was like, I realized that sometimes I don't explain things so well. Mm-hmm. So that okay, why did this happen? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes my my words are like my phrases are broken. Yeah. That could be one okay. thing. And then also my mom's like, you gotta shout that shit out like. Uh, <laughs> so they know for sure you said. So my idea is to do this, this, and then do this and this. So they nobody can act like they didn't hear you. Or even if you know people be listening but not really listening. Even if they doing that fake ass listening, they gonna, they, they gonna start like, why is this man person yelling? But not yelling, but just be really <laughs> secure with your thoughts. Yeah, like, no, and I think according to <laughs> topic four, five, six that we should do this project here because of this, this, and that, and we should also do this. Thank you. Any questions? All right. You know, but not that, like, pretentious and stuff, but, like, oh, no. make sure you're yes. heard and secure. Yes. Because as women, a lot of times, like, we're really timid, really like to be nice, like, well, I think we should do this and this and this, <laughs> and ain't nobody hearing you because they're not actually listening or they don't want to hear you and then someone else gets credit for your idea. Right. <laughs> um so that's definitely happened to me. That's true. Yeah. And so it's happened to me and it's really been a situation where the company just really wasn't ready to kind of make those type of mm-hmm. you know moves or those type of decisions. Mm-hmm. Um so the startup that I work for everything mm-hmm. is just the process is real smooth, is real fast mm-hmm. and they you know, as they kind of see a hiccup, they, they fix it immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically what I'm trying to say is their electronic, everything is easier. It makes our job a little bit easier right. versus at the hospital. Um, wellness is like, it's not their bread and butter. You know, mm-hmm. this is just something extra. This is a little side thing. So right. it takes a little bit longer for processes and things to change. And I'm like, why aren't, I know we have the capability and the money to start doing some of this stuff electronic. Mm-hmm. Why are we still messing with paper? Why are we still messing with paper? Why? You know, and <laughs> now a year later, we come back in and the system has changed. They say, we're getting rid of paper. But mm. now it's an issue of internet, you know. So oh, we got to use guest Wi-Fi. I'm like, no, y'all need to have y'all own. We need to come with our own Wi-Fi. Yes. So I just feel like it's going to be a whole nother year before the week they even. Finally, like, know, we need a hotspot. Yes. Check out stuff. Yes, we don't want to have to rely on someone else's Wi-Fi. That's we very true. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, ever, it's just, yeah. They aren't ready yet. They're not ready. And all habits die slow. Yes. So that saying, oh, habits die slow. And I feel that with, um, hopefully nobody in my job listening. <laughs> <laughs> so I just feel like, you know, when you have veterans, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to be very politically correct when I say this. You know, when you have a veteran doing a job and they've been doing this for so long and they have kind of their way, their mm-hmm. culture. And when something or someone new comes and try to just 
rock the boat. And it's just like, okay, but we've been doing it like this, but it's like, but was it really working? Was it right? Was it working? Like, there's a better way. There's a exactly. more efficient way. More efficient. Efficiency is like the key. And so sometimes people don't want to do the work. They don't want to do that. Like, that's going to take more time and I'm already limited with time. And, 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 and to be honest, to, to empathize and to sympathize, you probably are doing a lot. It's probably a lot on your plate right now. And I, I okay, just to put some meaning to this. So in one of our meet, um, our PLC meetings that we have, um, we have something called interactive notebooks. Mm -hmm. And so we give the students interactive notebooks. And so our new uh, special science specialist was trying to give us implement ideas on how we can um, per se better our, cause she just got hired on this school year. It's her first school year. And so she was trying to implement ideas on how we can improve our um, interactive notebooks so that our test scores can reflect all this hard work that we've been putting in. Like, mm -hmm. I know y'all coming in out here, y'all putting in a lot of effort. We see y'all working hard. Y'all staying at school later than all the other departments. But why aren't y'all test scores reflecting how hard y'all are working? Mm -hmm. And so she's like, let me see y'all notebooks that y'all been using. Like, I need it. But here's on the flip side on to add um, that 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 insult to injury, I guess, delivery is everything. Mm -hmm. How you talk to people is everything. And like, yes. it can make all the more of a difference how people can, how people will digest what you're trying to tell them. Mm -hmm. If you're telling them in a way that's appeasing or distasteful, whether it's mm -hmm. appeasing to their ear or distasteful to their ear, can determine whether they reject what you're saying or whether they accept what you're saying. And so, mm -hmm. I just feel... The information, because I have thick skin. I play, I think I relate it to basketball. The way coaches will talk to you, it's like, as long as somebody ain't cussing me out, I'm almost good. But, <laughs> yeah. So I can take a lot of the high, rigorous, like, kind of what people would say that's displeasing. But if I really just take myself outside of that, and if you have not, and then it's just a professional way of doing things. Your feelings, yeah. Just. Exactly. Feelings and and I just, even sometimes with us, if, if someone says something <laughs> wrong and rub me the wrong way, I will get in my feelings. I'm, yes. I'm just, just being real. But I think I get in feel, my feelings with people that's close to me. If you're not that close to me, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. You can say whatever. But anywho, mm -hmm. going back to the meeting. Um, so she was trying to implement these really good ideas. Like, I think y'all notebooks need to be more student-led. Like, not us as instructors giving this, the children the material and they just filling it out. No, I want them to come up with ideas from their mind, then put it on this paper. And like, it's a lot on our plate. And we like, okay, we only have 50 minutes of class. Some schools, they have block schedules where they have like 90 minute classroom sessions. Mm -hmm. So we like, that sounds good and all, but how are we supposed to do this with 50 minutes? And so mm -hmm. instead of like us working to a common ground, it's like, well, we've been doing it this way all the time with the 50 little 50 minutes we got so we can't do all that that you're trying to make us do and it's just like it's making you butt heads but it's like okay if you try to come with a different approach and say well hey i understand that y'all are trying right now y'all been putting in all this effort but i think it would be better if i know you don't have that much time but use Maybe 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, she come with the increments. Like say, hey, spend 10 minutes doing mm -hmm. this, 10 minutes doing that, 18 minutes on this, 30 minutes on that. Exactly. And then just see. And maybe you can build on it. Not mm -hmm. everything y'all been doing ain't working. Clearly it wouldn't work because if it was working, y'all test scores would be good. And then blah, blah, blah. Like, 
whoa, then that makes you want to stay with those old habits and you kind of give pushback and you're like, I don't even want to try nothing new because of the way it was presented. But at the same time, I do think old habits do that slow. Some people get stuck in their ways and if they, when they do see people that's new coming in and it's just like, no, who are you to tell me? You knew how you going to try to switch the way things been around here? And, and I'm not even talking about our department now. I'm just thinking like, as a school-wide type mm-hmm. deal if, if, and I know something huge and I even have pushback as well as a campus we're a power-up school so what that means is we're trying to be 100% technology based mm-hmm. and so I'm kind of like yeah. they don't want to even take like have students almost to the sense like you don't even need pens and paper or binders or notebooks or anything and I'm like that just doesn't make sense to me like how you supposed to take notes I feel like the mind learns a lot better when you are writing things down and and actually creating things with your handwriting it just sticks to the brain a lot better and versus just typing something up in a computer so it's just those old habits die slow but some I think maybe we could find a way to just mesh and come to a common ground and compromise in a way we can blend things Mm -hmm. so that it can work because we're trying to think of serving the children so I think it can work, but thinking about the outcome of who are we trying to serve, whatever serves them, I'm I'm full cool with hopping on board if it's truly going to be beneficial to them. So how do you know? But I guess by trial and error. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's trial and error. What all the stuff that you said just made me triggered so much for me because when I was talking about, I don't know which way I should go first. <laughs> Okay, we're talking about presenting a new idea, like you want to present the idea of having the kids, you know, write from their perspective or, you know, make their own prompts or mm-hmm. whatever like that. Um, and I actually, like, in my job, I have, like, a, a lot of ideas, so they know me for doing the most. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, yeah, I got another idea. You know, we should do this, this, and that. But when I do present an idea that I'm really passionate about, you have to have, like, I have papers, like I have handouts mm-hmm. and things like that, and um, I have it all marked up. It's not an incomplete idea. Mm-hmm. So when I get present them with an idea that I'm really passionate about, thing. it's a visual. I tell them why. Mm-hmm. Want to be like wow? Yes. Be mm-hmm. Like why do you need this? Yeah. Well, and let I, me. Inter- oh no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> I was just gonna say. I tell them why this needs to be done. And how it's going to be done. Mm-hmm. So, like, not only the why, but how, like, because you were saying, like, well, how am I supposed to do this? Well, okay. Oh, I'm just glad you asked. You <laughs> actually do this, this, and that, and that. But I also, going back to, like, what you were saying, I had to realize this when working at my company. Even though I'm a millennial with fresh new ideas, they have ran a company for over, like, about to be 18 years. Mm-hmm. And they got all these people working for them. They have money rolling in. So they're doing something right. And there's a lot I need to learn from them. So with that, though, we have these new fresh ideas and maybe they're not ready to go to paper yet Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I'm always like in communication with the higher ups like, okay, what do you think is a good time to take Mm -hmm. this next step? You know, we have this money now. Like I'm always in communication with them, like how they got started. Mm -hmm. And I use what they, they told me to make you know, the ideas I have better. Like, oh, you know, it's a good idea. So mm-hmm. it's just like, like you are saying, it's a compromise and it's balanced and then also waiting, like, to make sure, you know, you put it out there. If they take it, they take it. If they don't, they don't. 
You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. For real. And then it's also just the company too, like just the culture. Right. You know, with the startup that I work for, they invite, you know, because they know we're in the field. Like it, it's a difference when you're you in the back office and you have an idea, you're not even in the field. So sometimes mm-hmm. they present stuff and it's like, I'm in the field, and that is not yes, a, like, that's, that's not, not word. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they invite you know us to you know hey we're thinking about doing this. What do y'all feel? You know, so it yeah. is more of a mm-hmm. a partnership with us and those ideas versus with the hospital. We have no kind of say mm-hmm. in how mm-hmm. things are done. Like, so you can present it, <laughs> you know, but yeah. it's just it's it's just gonna float around. It's just gonna right. be an idea just floating around until they You're feel ready. like, yeah. Hmm. That's huge. And were you gonna say something? Oh, I was just gonna say maybe I didn't explain it well. She did. So she was a teacher last year. Mm. And she came with her interactive notebook okay. to give us visuals to show us like, okay, this is what y'all so she she let us everyone show us our current notebooks how they look okay i see what y'all doing that's cool okay well now let me show y'all uh-huh. uh, what a real notebook not a real, <laughs> not real not a real y'all she's like what notebooks. y'all should be doing yeah I, and she didn't say that per se but that's kind of like the way it kind of came out like like okay that's cool what y'all doing but this is how it should really look when a student is leading their work when mm. a student is um, and then we was looking at it, and it was like, dang, like, how much time did y'all spend on this? Because this looked, it was really nice. I ain't gonna lie. It was, like, mm-hmm. it was spectacular. When I was looking at it, I was like, dang. And then I was like, okay. Then I had to pose, like, okay, how long was y'all classes? Because I just couldn't see my students doing all of this in a 50-minute class. Mm-hmm. And so she, that's when she was, that's when she did share with us, like, okay, yeah, we were on block schedule. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm like, that's a variable. I'm like, that's, that's a, a huge, huge variable. variable. Yeah. 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 But it's still like you in spite of it being a block schedule, I still think there was things we could have it was some takeaways cool. and we could yeah. pull from it, but it's all within that presentation mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. delivery because now it's like you kinda you know, I'ma just leave it there. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean you can't be that grown fuck out. But you know what I think that's always good to have your ideas out there. Because you're gonna look at it as like initiator and have them in email have them in form but I also think it's very important with all of this that we take something very seriously and that is like don't take things personal some people are really? gonna like not care about your ideas they might do it later mm-hmm. not credit you but you got the emails you got everything you know what I mean but don't take it personal this is I don't want to say just a job because we do really good work in our <laughs> communities with the jobs that we have mm-hmm. but you do your best you can you can't take things personal because everybody's human mm-hmm. and a lot of times like it's never even about you like it's about them or what mm-hmm. they're going through Real. so i have to remember like oh even somebody coming at me sideways i'm like mm, this really doesn't have nothing to do with me it has something to do with your own insecurities yeah right so or whatever. I think that's great that you shared that, and I think that's why I don't get boiled up in mm-hmm. the meetings because I literally be in the meetings like my head just be moving from one side, listening to her talk, then turn to another uh, side. Like I was like, man, I need some popcorn right now because <laughs> y'all are going type yeah. shit. But that's not in every meeting per se. But when it is like heated discussions, I just feel like I just what I see 
Because they call me the mediator of the team. So mm-hmm. I'm, I, when I look, listen to both sides, I am joking. I'm like, okay, well, this is really good because I see what you're saying here. But then we also have to factor in that there's not enough time for this. So we get, I think that we could, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But I just see that it's just, like you said, two people have strong opinions. And both of you all are right. You got to stop thinking like one person mm-hmm. is wrong and I'm right type deal. And then that will help you not take things so personal and you thinking like they're attacking me or they're trying to um, be right and say that I'm wrong type deal. So when you understand like this is not personal, personal. this person have a valuable opinion just like just as valuable as you think your opinion is, they may think that theirs is just that valuable and that's probably why they're either agreeing or disagreeing with you. And that's a way that you can say, okay, I'm not going to take it personal because I just know that you're entitled to your opinion. And I think that you, you feel passionate about your, the reason why you believe what you believe. Right. And that can help you, um, you know, take everyone's opinions into consideration. Yeah. I think another thing is, is I told Jazz this already because we had a whole like full blown conversation about this. But just thinking about different ideas and putting your best foot forward, like I actually like I was thinking about it. I was like, I really do like you know people say all the time, don't care what other people think, don't care what other people think. But I really care about what y'all think, and I really care mm-hmm. about what my boss thinks about me and what my coworkers mm-hmm. think about me. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I want to be seen like a respected part of the company. Mm-hmm. So I do put out a lot of ideas just because I love children and everything in the community, stuff like that. But um, also sometimes I felt I felt like with the situation that I was telling you, like sometimes I don't get credit for different things and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I just let it go because I'm like, okay, at the end of the day, as long as it's going, it's taking a stride. But I had to realize like, my coworkers do respect me. They think very highly of me, mm-hmm. which I enjoy as well. So I don't have to put out, um, I don't have to make sure, like, I don't have to be worried about always getting the credit for something. Mm-hmm. And I learned this because I went to Lakewood. Joel Osteen was saying, God, despite of whatever you're doing, like, God will uplift you like he he will let it be known you don't have to worry about oh i did this and i did that because that's annoying right mm-hmm. i did this i did that blah, 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 blah. it's like okay <laughs> all right it's cool but really you could like do your work you know you do speak up to say like you know this i'm doing this and that people mm-hmm. see it but at the end if god wants you to be uplifted he will be uplifted and make you seen like you have mm-hmm. nothing to do with it mm-hmm. so um i'm like okay that's good. I don't need to be worried about making sure I'm like, you know, I'm oh, getting credit for this. I'm getting credit for this. Good, this credit for this. Good. Like, 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 no, no, no. I thought of that. So give yeah, me credit. Yeah, exactly. It's a little petty, right? <laughs> no, but, but that's but, real. But that's um, one thing at, at the hospital. Mm-hmm. That's something that they ask us. It's like a survey that we do every year. Like, do you, are you one of those people who want to be um, praised? Praised. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be sent gifts? Do you want, you know, and so that just may be your way of uh, that you want, yes, you it want is. to be, it is. let's congratulate and thank mm-hmm. Tiffany for her efforts and her ideas, you know, versus <laughs> yes. me, send me some gift cards. I like uh, sneakers, okay? <laughs> I like shopping here, you know, I want some benefits, you know, yeah. send me this, yeah, give me some time mm-hmm. off, yeah, right. give me some extra cash. I like bonuses, you know? Yes. So it, that's just a part of your company and your superiors right. noticing like, okay, hey, 
this person knows mm-hmm. she wants to be praised, you know. Yes. So, and then allowing you and giving that to you. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's huge, though, because nobody, nobody wants to be doing something and then it's just like overlooked. Yeah, no, really? no, you know that happens. It happens, it happens a lot. A lot. It, it happened um, when I was working for Kind uh-huh. uh, Kind Healthy Snacks. There were certain things um, that our boss he doesn't because once again it's one of those jobs where you're not being uh, micromanaged. Right. And so there were a lot of things that we were doing on the ground. And that it was going unnoticed. It's like, okay, yeah, your numbers. We're hitting all these numbers at the end of the year. Why? How How do you think that's happening? Yes. Oh, because we are, yes. it's something that we're doing. And it's like, I and I brought that up. I was like, I feel like, you know, we aren't getting, you know, the proper, um, like, Motivation. attention. Or yeah. yeah, just for, you know, for our actions, you know, and I, really it, it was drove from me finding out that our bosses got a bonus for, mm-hmm. for each other, um, for, yeah, for well, basically yeah. what we did, and I was like, <laughs> so, so we all got a bonus, like, right, so we <laughs> some kind of dinner, you know, like, like uh, no, I'm sorry, not an end of the year party, it's a Christmas party, and it's not going to, you know, just suffice for all yes. our hard work, really? like, you getting, thousands of dollars added on to your check you know what's can we get a dollar right can we get something yes, sure. you know so yeah i don't know why i brought that up <laughs> no because that's real but it, it's it sucks when, when your your hard work your hard work is unnoticed basically. Mm-hmm. so but, i get that but i will tell you this just bringing guy back into the midst of things because at my previous job the one i got okay my previous job <laughs> You know, I was doing a whole lot too. I, you know, remember I was telling you guys I did the processes and I take the, took yeah. the company to the next the level, most. Yeah. doing the most. And there was this other guy who was doing, he's good, but he would make himself seem better than he actually was. You know, yes. he had that that way of talking to like he's like he boasts so much like men do sometimes and i'm like you ain't even doing nothing like whatever so he got like a lot of praise so i learned two things from that it's like you have to speak up unless you're working you know you have to do that regardless yes, yes. but i also know this god will not uplift you until you're ready so he'll yeah. block those doors thank god i'm not at that job no more because i'm at my other job thank god you're not at that job no more yeah. they could have done something like you're not supposed to be there so yeah. god will protect you and like okay like i know you want your praise for this but like i need you not to be here you're yeah. gonna get praised somewhere else yeah. and so it's just like mm. you do what you can you speak up but at the end of the day you don't have to do too much to be like god at the end you're doing your work you're speaking up all right the rest is in god's hands yeah oh oh and another thing i heard on a, po- a podcast too about just speaking up in layers like people would sometimes not listen to you in mm-hmm. meetings or group meetings and i actually do this a lot it's very important for like people to have each other's back that you care about in your job. Mm. So there will be times that other people will be in the meetings mm-hmm. and they say something and people disregard it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they won't speak up. They won't speak up. So what you do as a fellow coworker or someone who cares about you know equality or whatever, it's like, oh yeah, someone said said this. Oh yeah, I remember so and so was saying this or like. Oh, you said, oh, that's a good idea. Like, backing right. your counterparts up to make mm-hmm. sure that everybody's voice is heard. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, just like earlier in the meeting when Tiffany said that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do that, though, because I need to go hard for my people. Yeah, you know? it is. You got to have each other's back. You do. <laughs> you do. That mental health aspect 
is real. So I remember we was having this training in the beginning of the year and this was a phenomenal training. It was a social and emotional training within the workplace. Mm. And as teachers, you are you have 170 to 150 students that you're working with on a day-to-day basis. Like you raising 30 kids at a time yeah. off around the hour. And so it can get mentally draining it on top of that they're pressing you about statistics for st- test scores and um you have to meet because that essentially um will determine your job so to mm-hmm. speak so it's like and then you have the behavior issues issues per se so it's like man calling parents so all of these things compiled up can really drain a person mentally and so one lady she was giving us an example of a lady that she was um, she was the superintendent of a school and I think she went and she was evaluating um, her during her class and she said the lady was writing something on the board and she just had a breakdown in the middle of class in front of her whole entire class like she was shaking screaming they had to wheel her or escort like I don't know if paramedics had to come in like interject into removing her from her classroom and when you just think about that, and so when they got to the root of everything, she was saying, like, you know, why didn't you just take days off? Why didn't she's like, I'm getting married in a couple weeks, and um, I'm like, I'm I've been stressed eating a lot, I don't know if I'm fitting my dress, and like, these things are huge to her, right? And mm-hmm. like, and just the wedding plans, and like, and then I'm trying to make sure my students meet the standards that they, and she was like, I would have been okay had you told me that beforehand, like, had I not come into your, and then, so when her evaluator came in, that was even, like, stress was even 10 times, like, she was like, I'm getting graded now, and I'm on the board, and I got my kids here, and, like, I'm just, and everything that's going on in her life is just racing through her head, and it was like, it is important for you as educators, like, they give you mental health days so that you can take out, and they was like, if any one of your schools, and a lot of the admin don't like to um, highlight in because they don't want teachers just missing days because right. they got to hire substitutes. So they're like, they don't really um, promote mental mm-hmm. health days, so to speak. It's like the culture is like, yeah, you got mental health days, but we ain't trying to just be taking no days right. off. But she was like, take those days off if you need them days to gather yourself because everyone has a breaking point. Everyone has a, a tipping point and you never know when you're going to reach that point, if you feel like you just really, really overwhelmed. Like, I feel like last year during star testing time, the teachers, we was walking around there like zombies because it was just like so much pressure. Like, that boot camp, that whole review period, we're drained, the students drained. Like, and it's the end of the school year and they ready to go home for the summer. And it's like, you trying to pull teeth, trying to like get them. And it's like, you know, it's a long school year. You know that moment, the first day of school, you all fresh. (laughs) Like, I can't wait to go to school. And then like toward the end of the year, you just like have everything. And especially if you had a a school where it's a lower performing school and kids don't really care about academics. They got a zillion like school is they having real life issues. Like I'm talking about kids going to work until 2 a.m. in the morning, right? After they get off of school to help their parents pay their bills and you telling them to do a homework assignment. They're like, what homework assignment? My homework is getting this money. (laughs) Exactly. So it's just like you still on top of all that, you trying to manage this and still manage your job and manage these scores and manage and manage and so people really have those days where they just need to take 
time. And it's like, you think like, oh, just be strong. And Kobe was telling us how to call earlier. Like, <laughs> you just need to be strong. And so just telling someone to be strong, you don't know where they are and how much they've endured and how much they're even enduring outside of this school day um, that you speak, you face on a day-to-day basis. So mental health, whoo, it's real. It'll catch you off guard. Yeah, it'll catch you off guard. I remember I was like, helping cover front desk for a second. And my HR came by and she was like, hey Tiff, how you doing? And I just broke down, <laughs> I started crying. Like I didn't mean to, like, right. and I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. Like I was so overwhelmed. Right. And so she's like, and I was like, oh my God, I know you're not supposed to cry at work, but luckily she gave me a space to be like, oh no, it's okay. Like I'm overwhelmed too. Like we're gonna get through this. Aww. And they're constantly like checking on me like, they always tell me like you look tired like you you're doing a lot <laughs> and i'm like i know but it's, i don't know i mean i'd rather be doing a lot than the least but um hmm. it could get overwhelming when you're trying to do so many things and it is important to like take a break but also it's important to just have a support system so when hmm. you said like it's more than just saying be strong hmm. um you know there's a lot that post going around talking about check on your strong friends and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it's it's one thing to just check on your friends it's another thing like to check on them constantly like mm. you can check on them one time but it's really important to check on your friends your co-workers constantly mm. and being like doing things with them to make sure like they're good like Real. you have to be there's more than just words you have to be interactive in that like like even my boss he's very very understanding of sometimes like oh i, I gotta come in late um i'm not gonna say this on camera but i'll tell y'all why like, <laughs> i have to come in late and he's like like to me it's okay like i understand you know because um i understand like sometimes you can't just be <laughs> on time and so right. it's just really good to have and I, I really stress this for like bosses and people to just understand that like you know, people be overwhelmed and they need that mental health break. And you have to take it for yourself, too. Mm, yeah. That's so true. And I just like how you just share with um, us when someone asks you, how are you doing? Just that simple question. And it, it seems like the cliche question and everyone always gives a generic answer. I'm doing good. I'm doing well. I'm doing fine. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that question can really hit you and you really start thinking about how am I doing? Like, yeah. I am over. I'm a mess. <laughs> I'm a mess. Like, yeah. terrible, actually. <laughs> Not really terrible. But, like, yeah. it's just, and I have had that instance happen to me. Like, and it was, like, with myself, though. Mm-hmm. I think I was listening to something on radio, podcast. I don't know, whatever I was listening to. And it was just, like, how are you? And I was just, like, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> what am I like? What am I supposed to do? Yeah. And it was just, like, dang and it's like you just start thinking about all these factors and your head just start racing and then you still got a soldier on and and proceed through the day like nothing's going on nothing's bothering me right. i'm okay i'm good like i'm a g though like yeah, yeah. that's how you do and it's just like you really have to to take care of yourself mentally and sometimes we will need those those redirecting moments where we just gather ourselves we have to gather ourselves in this life. Yeah. We have to gather ourselves. There's so much life to live. And I can't remember what I was listening to, but it was like, life goes in cycles. The, you will have your ups and you will have your downs. And I'm the 
older I get, I feel like I'm sounding old now. But the more I grow, <laughs> and, <laughs> the more I grow, the more I. Oh, Jada Pickens, she was saying that on her Instagram post. I can't remember. She was just like, life. I wish somebody would have told me, like that. You're gonna have those them down days, and they're unavoidable. Like you cannot avoid them. But it's okay not to be okay. Like you Man. can have those moments you cry it out and then you just completely lost and you don't know where it's going on. But th- that's a part of the roller coaster ride of life. Yeah. That's a part of the roller coaster ride of life. And it's okay because that's not gonna that's only temporary. That's, you can always it change temporary. it. Mm-hmm. And that's what gives you that that's that sense of peace. Like I know things are amiss right uh-huh. now. But this is only temporary. This is not going to continue to happen. Like, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm tripping. Like, I know I'm tripping right now. Like, it's like you knowing that you know that you're tripping. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I know I'm tripping right now. Let me just wait. Let me just do my work to do what I need to do to not trip. But I also want to say this, and this came up in my mind when y'all were talking. But also showing people appreciation for what they do. Like, uh, even though like you're not always gonna it's not gonna always be steady like a always good at work all the time those mm-hmm. work relations ships mm-hmm. and stuff like that because you were telling me this um uh, when I was telling her about my mishap with my boss and she was like you have to remember that people are human like you love your job you're mm-hmm. like this is like the least <laughs> you have to remember people are human mm-hmm. and at the end of the day like I have to remember that like we're gonna have our little bitty scuffles and things of that mm-hmm. nature but it's not the end of the world you just figure it out and keep it pushing but that also made me think like I really need to take out the time to to tell my my boss or I tell my coworker all the time like how much I appreciate him because mm-hmm. he is like I get on his nerves all the time too but <laughs> I take that off the time to tell him how much I appreciate him because I there's I really can't do all that I'm even the most that I'm doing if he wasn't there to back me up. Mm-hmm. And so, but also it's like I need to take out the time to tell my boss that I appreciate him and just like the fact that he cares about my mental health and mental mm-hmm. being and gives me the opportunity to even take the initiative initiative. And then also was thinking about you guys. I'm like, I really need to tell you guys that I really appreciate mm-hmm. you because like doing a podcast every week is not easy especially when we're all on different schedules and we're living in different parts of town and we have full-time jobs so i have to tell you guys i appreciate you guys and all that y'all do (laughs) but um yeah taking the time out to just appreciate the people around you that are have your back anything else guys i mean we could talk for hours about all these kind of things but we kind of like yeah we can on the road <laughs> going past our limits alrighty so uh, what time is it it's affirmation time it's affirmation time it's affirmation so guys if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast we always 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 end our podcast with positive affirmations so if this is your first time listening you might be like what the heck is a positive affirmation well, let me tell you, an affirmation is any statement that you could be using to transform your life either for the negative, the dark, the gloomy, and the demise, or for the amazing, popping, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, you know, you know that long word, y'all, for the amazingness, y'all. So, it's three of us 
and a trillion of y'all. And I just want us to be conscious of the words that we use is ultimately shaping our life. Even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So even on those days when you feel it weak, don't affirm, I'm feeling weak, I'm sick and tired, I'm pro, I'm just over this. Instead, affirm uplifting positive things into your life. Like, I'm going to get through this. I'm living my best life. I'm amazing. I'm feeling like a go-getter, and I'm just getting better and better every single day in every way. So, um, it's three of us, and we're about to go ahead and get kicked off with our affirmations. Who want to go first? Mine is, I am grateful. I am blessed. I am living in divine direction. Also, guys, y'all share your affirmations with us below and let us know how popular your life is. Um, make sure you follow. Ow! Yeah. <laughs> make sure, that was for Nikki. Um, make sure you follow us everywhere and subscribe. We're on SoundCloud at Soul Feeling. We're at Apple Podcasts at Soul Feeling. We're on YouTube at Soul Feeling. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Soul Feeling. Share and. Um,